Well, if you turn with me to John chapter 15, this is the last in the series from John chapter 15, John chapter 15, verses 1 through 16. This is the inerrant living word of God. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. For by this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name he may give to you. Amen. You know, in America, we have a lot of choices, don't we? I mean, incredible number of choices. When I was teaching at UNO, a number of times, international students would come up to me and say, why do Americans have 40 kinds of cereal? You know, I don't know. I didn't know exactly how to answer them. But most of them were blown away by the number of choices that we have in this country. And uh, in fact, um, let's see, did I bring it with me? I did, yes. Okay, I have this new phone thingy, you know. My kids have been wanting me to buy this for a long time. I had no idea how desperately I needed all that this thing does. <laughs> and I also didn't know how, des- how many things there are on this phone. It's incredible to me, all the choices I have. I haven't even figured out them, them all. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of choices, and I think, uh, you know, you can get spoiled with that. I think we can get in a mindset of, uh, well, we're supposed to have uncountable choices. We have a lot of choices, and it makes us feel like, you know, Nobody should thwart my choice. And uh, so for many, I believe, the truth that God chooses us before we can make godly choices is not really popular. Probably never will be. It's not in this country. It's not anywhere in the world because that's what fallen people think. Now, the choosing and the calling that's mentioned here in chapter 15 is, first of all, it's of the apostles to their office. They're being called. They were chosen to preach the gospel. And Jesus wanted them to know clearly here and to be uh, reminded that they were called by him and appointed by him since uh, he soon after this was uh, going to be crucified. And he wanted to stir them up to do their duty. He was reminding them to fulfill their calling. And their labor, by God's grace, has been fruitful. We are here by his grace. But they did not choose him to be their master. He called them, not because of their great learning, or their great zeal, or their wisdom, or their goodness, but by his grace and his sovereign plan. 
And later, after the Lord had ascended, this is what uh, some of the Pharisees said about uh, two of them, probably all of them, in Acts chapter 4. This is what they said when they observed the disciples. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, some versions say common men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. So it was clear that the Lord had called them and had empowered them to uh, carry out their calling. And so we also, brothers and sisters, if we are disciples, we have also been called and chosen. In Ephesians 1, it says, He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. So He chose us in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted or acceptable in the beloved. So we were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. We were predestined to be adopted and all according to the pleasure of his will. It was his will and for the praise of the glory of his grace. In, in Philippians 2, it says, it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. God works in you in order to will his will, to do his good pleasure, which is his will. And it is God who works in you to do it at all, to do his will. And then in John chapter 6, it's very clear. The Lord said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So our salvation begins, on earth anyway, it begins with his calling. So he calls us. He has called each of us. And what is effectual calling? In the Shorter Catechism, it says, effectual calling is the work of God's Spirit, whereby convincing us of our sin and misery enlightening our minds in the knowledge of Christ and renewing our wills, he does persuade and enable us to embrace Jesus Christ freely offered to us in the gospel. Praise God. So we are called. The gospel is given. We are called, and this call is effectual in the elect, and then we are regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit, and with our renewed hearts and minds and wills, we're able to repent and by faith believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And just as the disciples were called, we are called to go and bear fruit. And this is the abiding kind of fruit, the lasting kind, the eternal kind, because it's done for him, not for ourselves, and it's by his power, not by our power. So it's lasting. We are called to be involved in the growth of the kingdom. In 1 Corinthians 15, it says that we should be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, our labor is not in vain. Our labor, our fruit, will not be in vain. It will remain. Praise God. So it should be comforting, I believe, this morning as we come to the table. It should be comforting for us to know that we have been called and we have been chosen and that also, like the first disciples, we've been commanded and empowered to bear fruit that lasts. We are fruit bearers. And that whatever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus, meaning according to his will uh, and for him and by his power, that he will give it. So we see here that prayer is tied to fruit-bearing and to the advance of the kingdom. So brothers and sisters in Christ, this table reminds us of who has chosen us and that what he did to redeem us for service to him, for fruit-bearing. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we praise you that you have chosen us as your people and enabled us now to choose what pleases you. Lord, forgive us for not being grateful for your calling and, and election, for your sovereign grace and drawing us to yourself, and for allowing us now to live for your glory. Lord, we desire to honor you 
and to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength as we come to worship you through this ceremony, which you began with your disciples before you died for us. Lord, we rejoice in the relationship which you have called us into, and we ask that you would help us to delight now in your presence. We ask this on the merit of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, and in his name we pray. Amen.